Hello and welcome to another episode of Refresh Perspective here on Heavenward Thinking. Today we're continuing on in Luke chapter 10. We're going to be looking at verses 25 to 28. So I'll read it and we'll get right into our discussion this week. On one occasion, an expert in the law stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? What is written in the law, he replied. How do you read it? He answered, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and love your neighbor as yourself. You have answered correctly, Jesus replied. Do this and you will live. This is a very familiar passage, and we know it's going to go right into the parable of the Good Samaritan that we're going to cover next week. But what can we see with a fresh perspective? Well, I think, again, there are a lot of people asking the right questions, right? And and then they get the response, but it's not enough, Mm. right? Jesus makes the response really, really simple in nature. Love the Lord your God with all of you. Mm Mm-hmm. And love your neighbor as yourself. It's a pretty simple thing. You want eternal life. You need to do those two things. That's it. Absolutely. Yeah, it sums up Christianity, as we've talked about many times on Heaven Worth Thinking, that it's about loving God and loving people. And, and yet, that's where we seem to have the hard part is the loving the people. But also, we have a hard part with loving the Lord your God in the way that this expert in the law, he, he for his uh, questioning and whatever motives he had here testing Jesus, we, we saw he said to test him, uh, he somehow got this part right by saying that you have to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind, and then love your neighbor's yourself. We have to love God in a wholehearted, all of us, every aspect of your life. You need to be loving God in that way. How can we get to that point in, in a culture, even in our own Christian culture, that doesn't seem to want to be all in? Well, I mean, that that's the answer, right? The answer is be all in. And nobody wants to hear that. Nobody wants to hear, love, love the Lord your God with everything. But that means everything. That means every single moment of every day. You need to be in tune with God and love him, right? Again, nobody wants to hear that because they can't stand the idea that you have to wake up in the morning and actually ask God what he wants you to do, right? But if you love God with all your heart, mind, and soul, you're going to have to ask things like, God, what do I do today? Do I go to work today, right? Do Do I do this today? Do I do that today? Do I... But we don't want to do that because we just want the God, I say this all the time, we want the God who winds us up at the beginning of the day and just lets us go out throughout the day and it drives us crazy. The the problem is, it's a very simple thing. Love God with all of you and love your neighbor. And we spend all day finding reasons not to do that, Mm. right? God would never, ever ask me to pray about going to work. I should just go to work. Okay. I mean, think about that. When we talk about 9-11, there are hundreds of stories out there of people who woke up in the morning and for some reason went, I'm not going to work today. Mm. Right? I, I'm, I'm not going to. That, that would be a big deal. It'd be a big deal if you woke up in the morning and, and God said, I don't want you to go to work today. And and on the way there, you could have gotten an accident. At work, something could have happened. All mm. kinds of things. You have to love God with everything, and we just don't want to do it. Absolutely, especially in, in our culture where it's all about you and what you want and yeah. what you want to do in your life and, and all those things. It's hard for us as Christians to stay on the straight and narrow road that we've talked about in the book of Luke, where we are living wholeheartedly for Jesus and giving God the glory in everything. Like you said, we should be bringing everything before the Lord. What do, what do you want me to do, God, in this situation and in that situation? What should I do here or there? And and we don't want to do it because we, we know that 
that if we ask God, what do you want in my life? If we pursue him wholeheartedly, we know it's going to cost us things. And we're certainly going to see that throughout Luke. We already talked about that. Uh, a few weeks ago when we were look, looking back at chapter 9 and we realized that it's going to take us carrying carrying our cross daily and following Jesus. That's what it means to love the Lord with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind. It means carrying a cross. Are you willing to put in the work? Are you willing to put effort in in your life to glorify God and everything and to follow him no matter what? And that, that's the hard part. But then we also look at that second hard part, also equally hard, I think, is the love your neighbor as yourself. How can we get to a point where we actually love other people like we love ourselves? Well, again, if you love God with everything, then you're going to love people. It's simplistic in nature. The problem is we wake up every day and try to find reasons why it's okay for us not to love. But you also have to have a definition of love. And that is 1 Corinthians 13. And that's not a marital love. That's an everybody love, right? Again, he didn't, he didn't say here, love the Lord your God with all, with everything and love your spouse with everything. He said, love your neighbor, love everybody Mm. the same. God never differentiates between these things. We do. I get there's different words. I get all the stuff. But we have to love people with 1 Corinthians 13 love. Every single person. Mm. So the second you're rude, you're not loving that person well, Mm -hmm. which means you may not get eternal life according to this. Mm. right? Because Jesus says, do this and you will live. Mm. So the second that you're self-seeking, the second that you're all of these different things that First Corinthians 13 says don't be or, or to be, that's where the key is. The key is God's given you the standard for how to love people. Quit trying to make excuses for why you're the exception to the rule. Mm, absolutely. Yeah, like, like you said, Jesus gives this, this very point-blank answer to this, this man's response. You've answered correctly, do this and you will live. And so he, he's not leaving any room for excuses or like, well, you forgot to mention that you don't have to love this person or this person. <laughs> Jesus doesn't say that. He just says, you got to love this person. And then we're going to see this parable that shows what, what love really does look like. And as you mentioned, it's important for us to live a lifestyle of loving God and loving our neighbor according to God's standards and not our own. Our own standards are all about love is just accepting people and being tolerant and maybe even being nice sometimes or something like that. That's not a, the definition of love. The definition of love is what God says is love. And so we need to, when we're putting these verses out there, because we quote these verses a lot, people quote them a lot, and yet they don't always understand what they mean we need to put it in context always with other scriptures. I think that's that's a very relevant First Corinthians thirteen passage. All these different passages. If you look at First John one through five, all, all those chapters really defining what it means to love God and then also love people. And as you mentioned, loving people really comes out of our love for God. So if we get the first one down, if we truly love God with everything, the second one can come easier. The trick is just actually living it out. Yeah. Well, I hope that you've been encouraged and challenged by this, and you'll join us next time for another episode of A Fresh Perspective here on Heavenward Thinking.